You are now tuned into Accelerate to Great Podcast with Nehemiah Davis, a podcast for aspiring and established entrepreneurs looking for their next level of greatness. Welcome back to another episode of Accelerate the Great. I'm your host, Nehemiah Davis, and today I want to talk to you about how to flip your tax money, right? I might do two two separate episodes on this, but I wanted to just give a little guidance. And my hope, like literally my hope with this episode, right, is that you're going to message me. Message me on Instagram at Neil DeViso. Like if you're not following me and listening to my podcast, you should. But I want you to say, yo, Neil, because of you, I listened to your podcast and I didn't mess up my money. Because of you, Neil, I didn't go get my kids fresh. Because of you, Neil, I didn't do X, Y, Z. But because of your podcast episode, I was able to start a business. I was able to do this. I was able to do that. And now I'm setting myself up for future success. Thank you, Neil. So basically, that's the message. If you're listening to this podcast, that's the message I anticipate uh, receiving from you um, in the next 30 to 60 days because you're going to use this information to make this thing work. So without further ado, y'all, let's hop into this episode today. I want to talk about how to flip your tax money, how to use your tax money. So um, first things first, your taxes is on the way, right? Most people are blowing their taxes before they even get them. Someone like me, I, I'm not getting no taxes back. I'm I'm paying a fortune in taxes, but that's another story. But I want to talk to People who are receiving funds back. I just did an Instagram. I was on Instagram. I was asking some people, what are they getting back? Some people like, yo, I'm getting 11,000 back. Some people like I'm getting 5,000. Some people like I'm getting 3,000. Some people like I'm getting 1,000. Some people like I'm getting 6,000. And what happens is with these funds, people have these funds accounted for before they even get them. Like literally, now that I think about it, I am now recalling when my stepdad was getting funds. Like this dude, every tax season, this dude getting a new TV. Um, he's getting like a thousand dollars. He's spending a thousand dollars on fish. I never saw him like do something with the funds, right? That was like, like. Like really conducive that can actually help it grow. And now that I'm actually recording this, I realize like, yo, I remember that now. So first thing is first is first thing you got to do before you get your taxes, get your mind right. How you're looking at money, it, it has to begin to change. Like how you're looking at money, like some of us are getting money and it burns a hole through our pocket. Like a lot of us are getting money and we can't even like soon as we get it, it's spent before we even receive it. I'm talking about it's like it's gone. Like we got the bread. Let me go buy this. Let me go buy that. Let me go buy this. Like people have already allocated everything that they're going to do with their tax money. And most of the money, and I'm not judging, I'm trying to uh set this up to change your mindset. If you look at what you if you look at what you're writing down that you're going to do with your tax money, most of these things will not benefit you a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, four years from now. So rule number one. Is change your relationship with money. This year, when we get our taxes, I want you to pull out a sheet of paper and write down all the things you want. You can write them down and then all the things that you should be doing that could potentially change it all. So the first thing is you got to change your thought process. Second thing, I want you to ask yourself this before you spend any of that money. Ask yourself this. Will this improve my situation? Will this make an impact in me far after the money is spent? 
if I spend this money, how will this help me? Or how will it hurt me? Like, I literally want you to do, you got to do literally a self-audit on everything that you need to do in order for you to identify what needs to be done, right? You can't just blow this money, y'all, or you're going to blow the money. So that's step number one. Next thing, now that I identified this, the first thing that I'm going to do, and I'm speaking as if I'm doing this right now. First thing I'm going to do is this. If I'm having, I'm going to analyze my credit and I'm going to work on getting credit repair. First thing I'm doing, I'm getting credit repair, right? So if my credit is messed up, I'm I'm reaching out to like a credit specialist, someone who 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 fixes credit, someone who works with credit. I'm going to have them analyze my credit, tell me what do I need to do to improve it? Because what people don't understand, having bad credit costs you. It costs a lot of bread when you have bad credit that people simply don't know. Like most times a a lot of people are about to go to buy here, pay here lots with their income tax and they're going to pay double or quadruple with the uh, with the note should actually cost. And I'm going to give you an example. One of my family members, they were in the process of getting a car uh, about a month ago and their credit at some point was like a 750. Something happened to cause their credit to drop to a 720. The payments of the car, right, went from it was going to be $630 a month for the car when their credit was at a 750. When their credit dropped to the low 600s, it went from $630 a month to like $950 a month for the exact same car, but a 120 point difference in the credit score. So let's do some math on that. The average lease is three years. So think about this. And I'm just going to say for the sake of numbers, because I'm doing this with no calculator. We although the difference is $330 a month. What if you spend the extra $300 a month every single month on the lease because your credit is bad? So now you're spending the extra 12, 24, $3,600 a year because of your credit. If you add that up over the course of three years, because that's the length of the average lease, it's a three to five year lease. That's thirty six hundred. That's three six nine, three six nine, six twelve eighteen. That's ten thousand eight hundred dollars. That's ten thousand eight hundred dollars that you're paying extra for having bad credit. So let's take it a step further. You're paying more in insurance. You're paying more in so many things because they don't believe that you're going to pay it. So they're going to tax you more. So my advice to that family member, I'm like, yo, don't buy that vehicle. Work on getting your credit right for the next one or two months. You go back and buy the vehicle and now you can afford the vehicle and you can save $10,600. So the next, the first step I'm doing, I'm going to go, I talk to someone, yo, how do I improve my credit? This may cost you a grand. It may cost you 500. It may cost you 2000. I have no clue exactly what it's going to cost you, but that's the first thing that I am doing. I'm going to get a hold of my credit and I'm going to look at my financial picture. The second thing I'm going to do, this is before I even get my income taxes. I am going to do this. I'm going to go back and I'm going to thoroughly look at my finances. How much money am I making a month? How much money am I making a month? How much money am I spending a month? Now, out of the money that I'm making and the money I'm spending, how much of this money can actually be eliminated? How much of this is foolish spending? Cable, a $200 cable bill, uh, 
Your cell phone bill is 150 right? Just what can be eliminated? So that's the next thing I'm going to do. I'm actually going to eliminate some of my spending. I'm not going to spend three to five dollars a day at Starbucks. If you spend five dollars a day at Starbucks after 30 days, that's one hundred and fifty dollars. If you do one hundred and fifty times 12 after a year, you just spent a whole lot of bread on Starbucks. So the next thing I'm going to do, I'm going to get a budget. I'm going to go over with a financial planner, someone in my family who's good with numbers. I'm going to go look at my financial picture because you can't fix what you don't know. I tell people all the time. I I tell people all the time. um, I tell people all the time is, yo, you got to know your financial picture. Most people are like frightened to go actually look at this stuff. Like they won't look at their credit. They won't look at the money in their bank. Like they won't ever even look at these things, right? So because they won't even look at it, you can't fix what you don't know. One of the things I always talk about in our various businesses we have is, yo, what's the metrics? I need to know our numbers because if I don't know our numbers, I can't improve. Every day, I have my assistant telling me what are the numbers, how much money was made today, how much this happened today, how much that happened today, what went right today, what went wrong today. That's how you got to start looking at your finances. You got to start looking at all of these things in that way, like your finances, your financial picture, right? Most people are scared thinking about it, right? But you can't. You got to get over that. Because if not, you can't fix what you don't know. So that's the first thing. Next thing I'm going to do, let's take it a step further, right? Most people are leasing a home, right? Most people are renting an apartment, renting a home, right? What I would do now that I got my credit fixed, you can go buy a house with a score as little as a 580 credit score. You could go buy a crib. I think in order for you to get more favorable rates, like your credit should be like a 680. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to work to go get my credit up to a 680. I'm going to pay maybe to get a trade line. I'm going to get some authorized users. Like I'm going to do something to spike my credit up. So now that I get me a 680 credit score. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a phone conversation with a realtor. Like, hey, yo, I'm interested in purchasing an investment property. I'm interested in purchasing an investment property. Uh, I heard about this program. Neil was telling me about a program called the FHA program, which is considered a first time home buyers program, right? That the government offers. And what this program does, it allows you to buy your first home anywhere from one to four unit building for, right? Your first home, a one to four unit building for only 3.5% down. 3.5% down. So now that I got my credit at a 580 or a 680, I can go buy me a home for 3.5% down. So let's do some numbers. You found your investment property, your triplex. For the sake of numbers, let's just say this triplex. Matter of fact, let's say a fourplex. Just say you found a four-unit building. It's $200,000. It probably could be more. I'm making the numbers up for the sake of numbers because I don't have a calculator. So... You found you a four unit building, right? You did the numbers. You realize you can afford it. Again, you got to have proof of income. So you're working a job or whatever. You're showing that you can afford this based on numbers. And it's 200000 So for you to acquire that building, 4% of 200000 is really 3.5% plus closing costs. Let's hypothetically say 10% of 200000 
is 20,000. Half of that would be 10,000. So 3.5% would maybe be 8,000. I'm making this up, give or take. So let's just say plus closing costs and all of that. Hopefully you could get something called seller's assist. Let's just say in order for you to acquire this four unit building, you have to come to the table with $12,000. So then what you're doing for that person who said they're getting back 11,000, I spend a thousand to fix my credit. I'm saving all the money and I'm going to go to the table with the rest plus the money I'm working with and I'm going to go buy that building. Or for those who like, yo, it's going to take me a couple more months for me to save up the money for the down payment. I'm going to be working overtime. I'm going to be doing side jobs. I'm going to be doing whatever it takes for me to actually build the revenue to be able to buy this building because I only need to come out out of pocket with 11000 But guess what happens now to you now that you're coming out of pocket 11000 Now you are no longer paying rent to somebody. So now you get in the building, you move in this particular building, you're putting down the 3.5%. You are now no longer paying rent. Your rent now is being paid by someone else. So now you got to live in that building. Now all other three units, you're getting those units rented out through Section 8 so you can guarantee your rent money. And let's just say every unit is paying you $800 a month. So now you're making $2,400 a month gross. Let's say once you pay everything off, your mortgage and all of that, let's just say you have an extra $1,200 left. I'm making this up for the sake of numbers. So now you are living for free, you're getting your mortgage paid for, and now you have a positive of $1,200 cash flow. So now guess what you're doing with, with this? You took your tax money and you flipped it. You fixed your credit, you bought your property under FHA, Right. You bought a, a property uh, using the FHA loan and now you acquired a plate. Now you're living for free for however long you want to live. And now you're being paid every single month. Let me ask you so far. Would you say this is a good use of your taxes so far? Would you say this is a good use of your taxes so far? What you think? <laughs> if you listen on the podcast right now, I'm asking you like you could talk back to me. Right. Yeah, of course it is. So that's one of the things I would do with my tax money if I was in position. Now, let me write a few things that I'm not going to do with my tax money. I'm not going to go get fresh. I'm not going to go buy my kids all this foolishness. I'm not going to go buy them games and toys and all this this crap that won't even matter. I ain't going to do that. I'm going to work on paying off debt. I'm going to work on fixing my credit, right? I'm not going to be going on a bunch of trips, short-term sacrifice, long-term gain. I am literally devoting 100% of my tax refund to me getting better. Now, let's go a little further. What else, Neil? What else would you do with your taxes? Now, next thing I would do is I would perfect my skill set. I will allocate $1,000 to $2,000. You can invest it into a course, you can invest it into some mentorship. You can invest it going to a conference. You can invest it. Uh, you can invest it just getting better, like taking classes. I don't know what it is that you do or what you desire to do, but I am going to go learn from somebody so I can learn how to either make money. I'm going to learn how to improve my skill set. So if I do lashes, I'm going to go to somebody who does lashes very well and make a lot of money doing it and learn everything they do. 
If I want to learn about uh, running ads, I'm going to go buy me an ad course. I'm going to learn from someone, seek mentorship, and learn how to be able to run ads and make money uh, for the future. Uh, if I want to learn how to, uh, what else? Anything that I want to do, commit like a thousand to two thousand just to your skill set and getting better. This is going to help you in the long term because now you're taking what you're learning, you're applying that, and that's going to make you more money. We got that next. Let's take it a step further. Yo, Neil, I got my taxes, man, but I didn't get a lot, man. I got about 2500 I got about three grand. I don't really got a lot to play with. What should I do? Hey, go build with you about four to five other people. Go get four to five other people. Why don't y'all go put that money together? Why don't y'all go start y'all LLC? Why don't you go get you an event space? Why don't you get a truck? A truck? Why don't you start a tax company? I don't know. There's so many different ways that you could generate income as a group. So you may don't have all the money. You may don't have all the credit. But do you think you can go gather around four or five of your homies and y'all all go put $3,000 up? If you get four homies to put $3,000 up, what y'all got? Y'all got twelve grand. You get five homies to put it up, what y'all got? Y'all got $15,000. You can easily go start your event space with $15,000. You can easily start your tax company with $15,000. You can easily start your trucking company with $15,000. You can easily start you a uh, event rental business with $15,000. You can easily start you a... It's so many things you can start. Like it's, I got ideas for days of things you can start. But again... If you want to follow my method, I will go get me an event space because you can go get that up and running with less than 20,000. Depends on the size, location, all of that. I would say less than 25,000 total. And now you can start making you five to $10,000 a month profit. You do that after the year, you got yourself 50 to 60 grand. Then you're going to hold that space forever and be making money over and over and over and over again. So the name of the game, you got to really write this down. Keep asking yourself, how can I grow my money? 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 Y'all, y'all for years, we've been blowing by bread. We've been, we've been, we've been blowing money for a culture for so long right now. It don't even make no sense. So ask yourself, how can I grow my money? Start thinking of every different way that you can grow your money. All right, next, next thing I will invest in, right? So I talked about fixing your credit, right? I talked about FHA. I talked about getting an event space, right? You can, you could probably join one of my workshops or it may be a link in the show notes for you to be able to uh, get in my program before we shut it down. Um, next thing I would do is I would be, and I talked about it, I would start going to conferences. Like I would take some of that money to build my network. So, for example, I think I got to do the Social Proof Conference. I'm speaking there. I'm speaking at the BYOB Conference. I'm about to be at the 10X Conference. I have an event there. I would make it a point to get in those rooms because you want to get around people who think different. You want to think of get around people who are financially literate. You want to get around people who are financially savvy. You want to get around people who are sharper than you and smarter than you. And you want to make it a point of doing this, right? If you're around people and all they're talking about is how they're going to blow the money, how they're going to spend the money and they're going to find themselves in the same exact predicament in the, in the next two to three to four months. You are around the wrong people, right? Next, I will probably invest in some sort of online store. Like uh, you could do drop shipping, you could do Amazon. Like I would just be finding all the different ways to make money and use the money. But the biggest thing that I want you guys to take away from here today 
is that, yo, you need to invest your money in something that's going to make money. If you've been desiring to become an author, now it's time for you to write and publish your book. If you've been desiring to come out with your own flashcards, now it's time for you to do that. Like, ask yourself this with your money. How can I allow this investment right now to make me money forever? Yo, what can I do to make money forever? Yo, how can I make money for the rest of my life with this? Yo, what can I do? Right. And someone like me, I came out with three, four different books. Do you all know I I spent the money to do the books one time and now I'm going to be paid the rest of my life for my books? Like, really think about that. Next thing I want you guys to do is this. Yo, how can I put my kids in position to win? How can I put my kids in position to win? That's the real thing you really want. Like, a lot of people don't know, like. You know why no one, like people probably like, yo, people like, yo, can I see your daughter? Like, what's up with your daughter? I'm not even talking about my daughter right now or nothing. Why? I'm setting her up for success. Like, watch one of these future podcasts, y'all. Right now, my daughter's name is being trademarked. My daughter uh, LLC is is created. Uh, We're starting a development company. Watch the amount of things you see that come from my daughter in the next 30 days. Y'all going to be like, What? My daughter got a credit card already. Y'all going to be like, huh? My daughter will have like, watch what y'all see in 30 days. Y'all going to be like, what? So a lot of people are like, yo, what's up? Like, I don't, yo, my daughter is safe, but we just working. Like when I come out, when, when it come out, my daughter going to be set. All the money. And, and, here, and here's a side note. How can you set your kids up for success? Like you want, you want to set your, I'm setting my door up for success. Like when she turned 18, she's straight. She's going to have mad bread in the, in the bank account. She got books. She got all, my baby's going to be an influencer. I'm setting her up for massive success, right? Because I know what my mom didn't necessarily do for me because she didn't know. So the name of the game is y'all just take your tax money this year and put it to use, man. Do not waste your tax money. Like so many people are blowing through their tax money. They're just blowing it. And it's just, and then three months come back, you look back and be like, hey, what I start yourself a t-shirt line. It's so many things you could do with $500, $300, y'all just start, man. You got to just get committed. So, yo, that's today's episode, man. How to flip your tax money. I might do another one, go a little bit deeper. But I just wanted to give you guys some some surface level things that you could do. And I hope you're listening to this episode and you because of this episode, you don't go blow your bread like you don't just go jack your crap up. man. <laughs> Please, y'all. Like I, I'm trying to get our people right, man. I watch so many of us just just jack our stuff up. And, and I'm only telling y'all this, man. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I messed my credit up so bad. Like, I messed my credit up so bad. I owe the IRS 63000 in interest and penalties. Like, I share all of this stuff, to be honest with y'all, man, so y'all make these same mistakes. I'm laying out the plan for y'all how to make y'all, y'all baby a boss in 30 days. Like, I'm, like, when I roll this out for what I did for my daughter in 30 days, y'all going to be like, What? Right. So my main purpose, y'all, is for you guys to get my mistakes so you don't make them. I don't want you to mess your credit up like I did. It took me too long to get out of it. I don't want you to go waste four years in school in college if college really ain't your thing. When you can learn these different skill sets right now and start making money within three to six months. 
Like, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to get messed up with the IRS where you owe them 60, 70 stacks. I don't. That hurt me giving them 60, 70 stacks because of a, a, a mess up on my end. I don't want that for you. So my loss is my loss is your gain. So that's what I got, y'all. Um, that's today's podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it, man. My goal is just to keep giving you guys mad value um, so you guys are successful. So with that being said, y'all, peace. Please like, subscribe, share, and do me a favor. This is how I always know when people listen to the podcast to the end. DM me on Instagram at Neil Deviso, N-E-O-D-A-V-I-S-O, and say I'm flipping my tax money. That shows me like you listen to this podcast all the way through and you actually going to do it. Because I'm going to ask you how. What are you doing with your money this year? Don't be that person who who look up and be like, yo, Neil told me I should have did this, 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 and mess up. So with that being said, y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in, y'all. Peace.